I think it'd be nice if you sneakily hit the recording button every now and then, and we're yeah. like going to the podcast. Oh, for he is a jolly good fellow. <sighs> My nose is dripping because it's so cold outside. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm fucking freezing. <laughs> Pretty loud, <laughs> and this is take two. Take two, <laughs> <laughs> second time jingle bell. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Benjamin. Oh, you know, I'm just gonna leave this on for a little bit. This is gonna come out the Monday before Christmas, yeah. So, this is uh, it's uh, four days away, but you know, you'll hear it wonderful on that week. I want to keep talking about Christmas, but. I just want to mention, this is the Who You Look At podcast with Michael Macchiarola. And Ben Lewis. God bless you, Benjamin. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you for these wonderful Christmas jingles. Honestly, dude, if you're down, put it on like the lowest setting. Just have it have it on. Have it on for like just a bit. Because that was, that was a vibe for sure. Like, We're going to leave it right there. We're going to leave it just kind of, yeah, people are going <laughs> to... I'm gonna like leave right 20 there. minutes in, they're just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. It's uh it's only like a four minute song, so it'll uh it'll, when it dies out, man. It'll run its course. It'll run its course. How you're how was Hanukkah? Did you do anything? Did you get yeah, anything I, fun for Hanukkah? I actually was just gonna mention um that I know this is I, I, I feel very bad and very non I feel very against my Jews. Why? And sorry for my Jews. Because you're pro Christmas. I'm sorry, Sam. Um, n- well, not just pro. I don't. I don't want to say pro Christmas. I'm just. You know, I didn't. The last episode, which would have been, you know, probably in and around the start of Hanukkah. I didn't say shit. That's true. That's <laughs> but that's true. also. Here's my reasoning. All right. This is my justification. Mm-hmm. I look at Hanukkah as it's not. It's not the same feeling. Sure. The festivities. And and the ambiance that that which is Christmas winter you think winter Christmas yeah you I'm, don't think Hanukkah Hanukkah I I I'm like borderline this is sh- this shit's fall but no really well dude oh I do guess you, it does it does vary from year to year more it, often it does but it's more so on winter time yeah but you don't consider that a winter time holiday hanukkah is the transition between fall and winter yeah i'm saying that with no authority but it's the truth and that's the end of the song there that's the end of the song i hope you enjoyed it ben surprised me with this wonderful jingle bell and i i I found that and i was like wonderful royalty free jingle bell yeah let's get uh, hands out hands out and uh palms hands out and out out towards (laughs) the sky Hands out and palms up to our royalty-free baddie, bad, bad, bad musicians out there. <laughs> you know it's normally hands down. No, hands down the best. Hands down. Hands well, yeah, down. hands that was, down. That was hands down. <laughs> You're like hands like, up. The I like best. my hands up. <laughs> Raise the roof, baby. Oh, gosh darn. Keep them up. Keep them up. What other what other sounds you got? Oh well, this is actually play one sound and we'll go over our Hanukkah list. Uh. I actually really love this one, and I think there's going to be 
hella uses for this. Ready? Yes. I hate that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a condescending clap. I know. <laughs> That's what you should name it, the condescending clap. I named it, <laughs> I, I just named it the small applaud. There's oh, no yes. room for the SE. Um, I like it because I feel like it's very fitting if we were to have another guest on or, yes. I mean, not if, when. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whatever the, the, the time that arises for it, it'll be... I think hilarious to have not like it's like it's like we're in an audience of three people and they're like oh, okay that was uh yeah we something have to, we have to match their energy it's the like claps. it's like when you're at a show that you're not necessarily happy to be at but you feel inclined to applaud because you're like one of five people in the room so you kind of just do that half applaud that's what that is and that's why I love it yeah I mean, you're really just applauding the fact that they can get up. They have the confidence and the courage to get up on stage, do their craft. And you're like, great. And and you're like, hey, man, I appreciate the courage, but I don't really want to be here. Yeah. I would prefer to be at the bar getting blasted. <laughs> Not here at this oh, show. Oh, I got my coffee. Oh, yeah, dude. I have my coffee, too. I have my coffee, too. I want to briefly mention, we won't go too deep into this. Yeah. So this is episode 13 of the podcast and episode 12 of the podcast was our first guest episode with yeah. Joe Simonero. Yeah. Please rate and review his performance and send him messages onto Instagram. Send him DMs. If he was bad, tell him he's bad. If he was great, tell him he was so good. If you loved him. I don't know what he would do with that information with a bunch of, I mean, uh, five oh, he people. Would, he would. I think he'd cry. He would definitely cry. He would definitely message us. Yeah. And he would for sure be like, okay, when's the next time? I think he did a great job, but I just want to freak him out, so... Yeah. Send the messages, please. And also going off of that, um, feel inclined to send any of messages to us. You know, yeah, this is this is our first guest. Uh, you know, we're still we're still <laughs> grinding and booming send, in this. Send your guest requests. To um, <laughs> who do you want to see on the show? Listen to on the show? You know, we, we, I want to I, I, I personally and I know Mike probably feels the same way. Want to. You know, we want to work on our hosting, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, when it's the two of us, we we talk. Yeah, it's easy to talk to you. I've known you since I was eight years old. But, but you know, having that third party mm -hmm. in between there and, you know, you know, weaving in and out of the conversation and mm -hmm. directing it and stuff, you know, it's... It's it's something that I don't do very often. Yeah. And although again, he was another dear dear friend of ours and it was very very easy to do. Mm -hmm. Um it's always nice to get that new skill of you know. Yeah. I also want to mention the fact that like if there's any introverts listening to this podcast, you would know that the minute that you put on a show and you have to talk to somebody, you realize that you really don't talk that much in conversation. In group conversation specifically. Mm -hmm. I'm just projecting my own. You're definitely projecting, people. yeah. But I feel like most introverts would understand what I'm talking about, I would assume, mm -hmm. unless I'm totally off base and it's just my no, own problem. They, they would definitely understand that. Yeah. but So it definitely gets you out of your comfort zone, friend, even if it's with your own closest friends. Two of my closest friends, big buds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was actually really funny because that was probably the full spectrum. You have me, who's a very talkative person and very out there. Mm. And then you have Joe, who's that times 20. Yes, at least. And then you have Mike that's, you know, the base level of that. Yes. 
divided by a certain amount. And um, Mike, I don't know if I've specifically talked talked to you about this, um, but um, I very much, very dearly want to work on not talking during the podcast. <laughs> I don't want to go like. <laughs> if, I want to not. Talk I want to not talk podcast. anymore. I'm done. You want to talk less in public? No, no, no. I, I, with friends. I'm a very vocal person, um, and I appreciate the where I exceed in my voc my my vocal range. Mm. I want to get to that point with my 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 listening and my. Um, my concentration in the conversation. That's a good. That's a good. Such goal. as you. Thank you. I have the opposite problem as you. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really funny that you and I both need to work on doing. Like I need yes. to work on help. Like you know, I really badly want to hear your thoughts and your voice. That's why I think we flow, Ben. I it, honestly, that's that why, is very that's true. That's why I think we flow. Because, yeah, I won't get into it too much. Because I think it's, it's a give and take. It's a give and take. Yeah. What, whatever you lack, I, I bring. Whatever I lack, yes. you bring. <laughs> um, and specifically with each other, it's like we're both not the extremes yeah. of, of either of those two things. We kind of are like... We're like mid-ground of yeah. both things, but exceeding one. <laughs> like like yeah. We're like both on the higher spectrums of the other. <laughs> yeah. It's like 60% listener and 40% talker for me and the opposite yeah, for you. Yeah. And we just kind of... Exactly. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Um, can I just tell you something that I want to rub in your fucking face? Want to rub in my face? Yes. You remember that conversation we had about uh, Universal Nintendo World? What about it? It's in Japan, you motherfucker. Did I not say Japan? No. I said it's in Japan. Did you? And it's coming to Orlando and California. That's what I said. Did you? Yes. Oh, well, then you can call me a moron and spank my ass. I specifically remember we said that on the podcast. Uh, but I also remember, I also, <laughs> again, <laughs> shitty memory. I also <laughs> <laughs> yes, as we've said on episode 10, Ben has suffered from many concussions and can't remember anything. So uh, I'm exploiting that right Patty! now. No! <laughs> Dude, Patty LaBelle's on this thing? Yeah. Patty got LaBelle it. Pie? Um, oh my God. We'll get it. I'll, I'll, I'll explain that in a second. But um, because I only bring that up because I was saying how if they were to, when we went on the tangent of the Pokemon world, that yeah. they would do it in Japan. Yes. And if, pardon my France, you said that. It would be less likely for them to do that because they would want. No, I was saying that they would because okay, what's happening with Nintendo World, Super Nintendo World, which is the current park that just opened, which is just Mario, mm -hmm. is that they're taking a, they're basically stamping it into California and Orlando. It's mm -hmm. going to be the same exact park, like foot by foot. Okay. So my theory was like if they're gonna. Add extensions, they would add it everywhere too. Oh, they would add it in all of them. Yeah. So if they That's added the you know Pokemon then. section, they would also be put into Orlando. I hate the fact that if they did if they did an extension of Pokemon and it was just in fucking Japan. Okay. Because that would piss me fuck off. Even okay. though I want to go to Japan. That clarifies it a lot for me then. Yes. I'm sorry. It's okay. Do you forgive me? I do forgive you. Um, 
Did you see the Nintendo Direct on it though? I I did, dude. <laughs> I loved how it he looks... was like, "Hi, I'm Mario's dad." <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's it's got that like that stereotypical Japanese like like flair to it. It's got that like emphasis. Like even when he punches the blocks, he's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> like, dude, he was he was in it, and I love it. And I want to so be happy. that man. I mean, dude, imagine creating a world like that, and it's literally like you know. It's in real life, like dude, it looks it unreal. It did, did you see unreal. the piranha plants? Yeah, they looked fucking. They looked they literally like it did in the video game. Like yeah. I saw that, and I couldn't tell if that was like a projection or yeah. if that was an actual animatronic. If, I could not tell. If somebody put like a box in over my head, and they had like a cutout of like a screen, I would have been like, oh yeah, I'm watching TV. Oh yeah, no, this, <laughs> I'm just watching a cutscene in a video game. For some right reason, now. I'm using my legs right now, but yeah, I'm just watching. This TV. is uh, this is actually the next step in VR. <laughs> you know, we're not actually here. <laughs> Just put this helmet on. You'll think everything's fake. <laughs> <laughs> That's I might invest in that. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. That'd be really, really great. Um, back to Patty though. Patty LaBelle. Patty. Oh my god, I love her. Um, oh, I love him. I love him it's, too. It's yeah. Uh, this is back to a video that Mike showed me. I love this. A long video it's or a long so video a long time ago. Mike, please explain it for us. Uh, it's a man. With a uh, bedazzled, spiked, flat-brim hat. Uh, and he's very enthusiastic about the Patty LaBelle pie. And he goes, Patty! Yeah, because he's so excited. He has a, f- he, he has a bite. Uh, it's a very sexual video, at least in my interpretation of it. He's, uh, with how, he's a freeing spirit. It's, it's a very, yes. It's a, it's a very sexual video in the sense of attracted to the pie and the, like, o- open that pie box up in a very i don't know it was very gets the, into it the language was very um loving and and uh two words tender for you. lip smacking oh my god dude. he's like yeah, i know with all know. of patty labelle pie. oh my god it was so good and, and i i live for that man at yeah. least once a month i think he was on ellen he was. Yeah. He met Patty Labelle. He went to Patty Labelle's mansion. Yeah, dude. I think he recorded something with her because oh. he's got a, a fantastic voice. Yes, he sings in the middle yeah, of he's it, really and it's insane. Singing. And I don't want to play any more than just that one snippet because copyright. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything will really happen from that. But I don't think you really like no made merch or anything like that. It's no, really no, but but just because it's a popular video. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I still, I was, I'll, I'll take my fucking what, chances with playing it though, because I love that. See, like, what I love about that video is that I smile from the start, from the start, uh, to the end. But the one time I actually crack up is when he's like, <laughs> it's when he's like, he's like wiggling his arms and he's like, he's like a slow, fucking bird, he's like, sliding Patty! backwards. <laughs> I don't remember what he says if it's just like Patty or whatever, but it's just him sc- like not screaming singing patty yeah. but very loud and very melodic yeah is it a is it a pumpkin pie or a sweet potato pie um it's a pumpkin pie i'm pretty it sure because that... it was around yeah. it was around thanksgiving time if i remember correctly i don't know well Did... i think that's what the whole marketing thing was i thought i i thought i found that video like years after it was posted but i could be wrong I feel like you found it fairly soon after because he wasn't on the Ellen show when we found it. And he went on the Ellen show very soon after the video came yeah. out. So, yeah. like, I think you found it pretty early into it. You know yeah. how many video, uh, how, not video, how many views that thing has? A lot. 
Yeah, uh, let's let's. I want to take a quick look because and it was the older YouTube days where like a couple million was basically the most popular thing on YouTube. You know, now it's like oh, you you only got a hundred million views. You're not that popular. It's like <laughs> it's kind of stupid. It's actually shockingly low how for much? for how long it's been around. Five years ago, six point three million views. Yeah, I mean, but, like, for a random person who posts oh, a video, that's insane. For someone who has, I would say, literally no... Oh, wow. I wanted to say, like, almost no other videos, but uh, it looks like he made, for a few years after that, came out with some songs. Bad and Bougie, Fraud People. I'm assuming these are covers. I think they are. Yeah. Yeah, I, I these think, are all covers. I think I've listened to a couple of them. They're good. He did "Hello" by Adele. I saw that. I I saw that one. Yeah, that's what I'm. That I'm, one I'm was just awesome. looking at these. Yeah, he's the last video he made. He was has a very Adele like Parmesan voice. crab legs. Parmesan six, <laughs> six months ago. He found Parmesan crab legs and he ate them. That's what I'm. I, it Is looks like it's song? filmed on his phone because it's cut off on like the sides. You know when you film it vertically. Yeah. So did, is he eating? I can only I can only guess. Okay. No, it's oh no, it's him. It's him baking it, and then I'm assuming he's gonna eat it afterwards. Oh wow! And this was COVID times if it was six months ago. So, oh no, it's just him baking it. Wow, that's nice. Real helpful. What's this person's name? So we so you can shout him out. Yeah, his name is James Wright Chanel Chanel Chanel. I'm gonna guess Chanel Channel James Wright. Chanel. Chanel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or at least that's his YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's his like full name. James, I'm assuming is. It's okay. Name. I don't know. Um, yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was one of my main videos. It's still in my funny time. I have a funny times playlist on YouTube. Is it really? And it's one of my earliest funny times videos. I'm glad you haven't strayed from that. I, yeah, I never got off YouTube. YouTube has always been like, my main addiction for a couple decades for like a decade at this point, mm-hmm. if not longer. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were like the first generation to get on YouTube as viewers. Bef- yeah. And also like around the time too, it started becoming more and more mainstream. Like back yeah. before, like uh, obviously early, early days of YouTube, it was like borderline Facebook. Yeah, it was more it of was. like I'm pretty sure it was more of like a social media thing in the early days. Yeah, it was like a home video thing. Yeah, yeah, it was something very which makes bare sense. bones. It's like YouTube. Yeah, yeah. It's like, These are videos of you. I I think that and was the yeah. children. <laughs> I don't exactly know the full origins of it, but it definitely started out as something yeah much much more bare bones than it is now. Well, I remember like um like Grace Helbig got her start by doing like um diary vlogs. Is that the redhead, right? No, the um, she's blonde. She did a, I don't know. She's dating. I, think I she's know dating Elliot Morgan now, and it was yeah, a, it was yeah. a merger of yeah. worlds. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and then there was like the SourceFed days, which oh, I still watch Glory Source. days. I still watch Glory days. It was the Glory days. They, I bet, I really hope to see another Santa Steve. Has he done one? He's done a, a Valley Folk one. Oh my fucking god! I, I don't know if it's two or one. No, he did. He did one that's like very similar to the old one. Mm-hmm. Where it was like all the friends and source red friends and Valley Folk people at the time. Yeah. Uh, and then he did one where he like left the office or whatever. He like went on, out on oh, the street. Oh, I did see that one. Yeah. Yes. You show, I think you showed me that one. I think that he, was great. He went to like, uh, 
USC or something like that. U- mm-hmm. University of Southern well, I think some of it was filmed like, <laughs> it looked like blocks away from probably where he lived. Like oh, some of it looked very close to just like a random street. Probably. Yeah. I, I, I love the, the Valley Folk guys. Have you heard about the movie movie game? I've, I've heard of it cause I follow Steve and mm-hmm. Elliot and Joe Beretta. Yeah. Um, I don't, I haven't sadly kept up with Valley folks, so I don't really know too much about it. Watch those videos because they're really funny. It's one of the more funny things they do. What's it about? It's essentially Joe made up a game where he combines two movie titles and then he has a combined synopsis of both movies. And then your job as the player is to figure out which movies he's talking about and combining those titles. I love that. So I think I, I can't think of an example. Oh, so like, you have to come, you have to guess his combination of the title. Yeah. So, oh. so it's like a guessing. So you have yeah. to guess not only what the movies are, but also what his title yeah. is. That's yeah. amazing. And it's always one that like leads into the other. Like, uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, I can't think of a specific example, but it's really funny. And he made a card game about it, and they launched a Kickstarter. Really? And it, like, got, you know, 20 times more money it. than it. I, I already have. I backed it. Oh, yeah. So, so you already get it. please love me know that I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and not that any of the Valley Folk people are going to listen to this, but uh, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> Steve loved me. Elliot loved me. Uh, Joseph. Um, but... I backed it, so I'm going to get it in the mail. We'll play it. it okay. It's it's really cool. They're going to make a bunch of expansions, like like video game version and like a TV version, stuff like that. But so far, it's just a movie, movie game. I really can't wait for that. I yeah. want to try that out. Um, But yeah, besides uh, besides them, uh, so they, because obviously I know them because of the value, uh, SourceFed. Um, and then I followed the, uh, kind of everyone who went through SourceFed, you know, doing their own shit, like Mike. Yeah, yeah. And Steve doing dynamic banter, which I feel like we don't bring up on this show because it's so, it's so much of an inspiration for the show. It's too close to home. It's too close to bring it up because it's like, you know, I don't want to say that we're copying them. We could go on rants. Oh, yeah. On and on about their podcast, them as people, Mm -hmm. live streams. We love them. Yes. Um, (laughs) So, in, in trying to avoid that, yeah (laughs) it's a good strategy yeah it's a good strategy trying to think of other like youtubers and stuff i would like during the old days and like stuff that i'm still like still kicking i don't really know that's yeah that's really that's the main consistent one that i've been watching forever i mean i don't think there's any or at least very few that i used to watch a long time ago that i still watch now like one that comes to mind and I can't even really count it because he doesn't actually do YouTube anymore. Like, or very infrequently. He does, like, one video a month is uh, Sly Fox Hound. Who's that? He was okay. a video game channel, and he would do uh, he would do Minecraft videos. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was, like, heyday of Minecraft. Yeah. Um, and he would do... Dude, the like, first wave of Minecraft YouTubers or the second wave of Minecraft YouTubers? Because that's a very different thing. First. <laughs> okay, good. He was there for, like, the the beta and alpha days. Oh, nice. And uh, he didn't have as many vi- videos then, obviously, because it was still, it was, like, what, six years ago, seven years ago? Yeah, that was a while. That um, was a while. Like, think about it. He was, like, on a much lower scale than Yogg's cast, but doing it around the same timeline. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but his videos, huh? I was gonna bring them I knew, up. Yeah, I know. Because I'm still watching them. Not as much as I used Did to. Did you see the Jingle Jam this this year? I have. I I, I watch the first day of Jingle Jam every year. I tuned in for it a little bit because. I honestly, I would just go to Twitch just to see what they were doing for Mm -hmm. that given day. Dude, they did CS one day. Really? They did Counter-Strike. I was like, hell yeah. Like, (laughs) Duncan was going off. I was like, fuck yeah. I want to see this. That's amazing. Um, But anyway, uh, Sly Foxhound had two series that were like, like, honestly, on the tier of like, uh, of, of, uh, what was they, what were they called? Uh. The, the Yogg's cast ones, uh, Jaffa Factory and yeah. and uh, and the the Tekken and the Volt series. Yeah, Volt is crazy. It's it's on tier with those, okay. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking, but Sips. a little bit crazier. <laughs> fucking Sipsnishin blowing up, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cheating in an atom bomb or I don't know, like an antimatter, an bomb. antimatter bomb that <laughs> destroyed the world. Yeah. Um. So he would get together. It started out. His first one was called Marriage Craft. I think it was, okay. and it would be him and this other friend of his and these, well, him and three friends and his one, one guy and these two girls, and they would be paired up as like a couple. And I think it was modded, but very, very lightly. And they, it was just, dude, it was just classic, good banter. Like they didn't need supplemental things of like editing yeah. or like, again, not, they didn't need crazy mods or whatever. It was just hilarious to watch because it would literally be like a married couple through Minecraft. That's and then the second one was where they went crazy. They had this guy and I think, I don't know if he's still big in the community, but his name was Steven and he is this huge moderator for Minecraft. Like he made their, uh, mod pack and you can actually i think still download the mod pack Mm. dude like over 200 mods anytime a new mod came out that they liked they would just message him and he would put it in and like they had everything from like the pokemon mod to like everything and it went went on for like 300 episodes for and they actually had like a finale too like it followed a storyline like they somehow comprised it into a storyline and when they added pokemon it became like Whatever the storyline was beforehand, they continued that, but then it went on like a whole tangent of Pokemon. <laughs> and dude, it was just so good. Nice. I, I yeah, I, my only comparison to that is like probably the Jaffa Cake Factory thing, yeah. which I've rewatched like almost yearly. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, I can skip not, I not could, through stuff. I could skip through it, but certain episodes you'll like. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't need to watch. Fucking Simon make his pig island yeah, yeah. 20 times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like but towards yeah. the, uh, when the factory is like fully loaded. Yeah. Or like the Christmas episode where they make the same <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. There's just a comfort to those guys. I don't know what it is about them, but it's, I think it's very similar to what the source fed people were to me. Where it's just like, oh, they just seem like friends. Mm-hmm. They're just hanging out, playing a game. And they made a career out of it. Yeah. Like still. That was always the dream. Like, I mean, I feel like that's every person our age's dream job. It's yeah. like, yeah, just have friends and make stupid videos together. Just make dumb videos and be able to make a huge profit off <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Especially in those days, you could just make as much money as you wanted, basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's even before, like, things like, uh, like... Big sponsors or something like that. Like, big sponsors, but also, like, nowadays, it's like... There's, like, Fortnite people that are huge and professional gamers like that. Like, this wasn't yeah. even like that. This wasn't even on that scale. Like, mm-hmm. this is just, like, guys that start out with World of Warcraft. Yeah. 
and like who met at World of Warcraft. Is that how they met? They met in the like World of Warcraft. Damn, guild. yeah. And they met like Sips and Duncan through it too. Actually, I don't know if they met Duncan through it, but they met Sips through it too. And mm. it was just like, look at the fucking. What are the? I mean, I've I've played enough MMOs to know that you don't really know the people in your guild unless you like you know make an effort to. At least not nowadays. At least back not then, nowadays. maybe it was much more close knit community because I think it was a lot smaller of a community too. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, WoW was a different game. I mean, I, I don't even go that way. I I I tried to buy it. I I, I really wanted to get into WoW yeah. for like the longest time, and I'm sure you remember me briefly trying to get into it. And my dad just upright refused because <laughs> <laughs> I think he actually knew about it, mm-hmm. and he's like, "My son's not going to be a nerd like them anymore." But then I got into like Guild Wars and Star Star Wars: uh, The Old Republic. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know about those games, even though they're like the same fucking game." You know. I mean, I had I had a close family friend. I don't know if she still does this, but she would be like, she worked for the companies. She worked for Blizzard and she worked for Guild Wars. I want to say, really, yeah. She made like she was one of the uh, maybe not as I think she did Guild Wars, but I want to say mainly World of Warcraft. She worked as like I guess in World of Warcraft, I'm they have like real life people that sell items. They have like real life oh. people that, and she was one of those people. Yeah, and I'm telling you, like she's not young. Like she's like now. I don't know how old she is, but at the time, I'm thinking she was like 60s or something, like mid 60s. Like she was old, and she was maxed out level. <laughs> she, she had multiple characters Wait. and like played through the game. She made her money and like profit through selling really rare items and then going through the company. It's like it was it was wild. Wait, okay, just to clarify. Because I have two things to clarify. Yeah. Did she work for Blizzard? I think she, she worked for the company. I think she worked for the company. But like, also had a side hustle where she made money through the game. No, that's what they hired her for, I think. Like, she would be almost a moderator slash, you know... <laughs> Balance the market. Yeah, like, basically, like, <laughs> it's like an inside market. Like, they would be wow. like, oh, like, you know... I don't I don't know exactly how it worked. I'm definitely going to get this so wrong. Mm. But like something along the lines of she would have very rare weapons and people in order to buy them you could actually either pay real money or you would have to get whatever in-game currency that would cost money to get if you I mean unless you ground like grind really hard but for it. But there's a certain level where it's like unattainable. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so people would just buy weapons off of her and she would she she definitely did a lot of other stuff for them i can't exactly say what but like more than that like she would give me all, all any of the new mmos or rpgs that came out she would be like oh like this is a new game coming out it's going to be awesome i've been playing through the beta of it right now who is this and why have i never met this person i don't know if i i haven't seen her since i was like i want to say 11 that's crazy 12. like that's I, fucking I haven't crazy. seen her in so long my, I actually am probably going to talk to my parents after this to find out who that is because yeah. I forget exactly her. I, I don't even, I feel bad. I forget her name. You're just, like, for, are you related to this person? Are you just friends with this, like a family friend of this person? I think person? it's just really close family friend. Okay. I think it's just that. That's the coolest shit I've ever heard in my life. An yeah. eight year old woman just playing WoW all day. Dude, it's in, when I would go to her house, like her, her shelves were stocked with like, <laughs> figurines and like like, literally it's like my fucking bedroom in in her house but like not just of like fucking cheap toys like of like 
nice fucking figures and like shit that you could only bought like pay hundreds if not thousands of dollars for like want, replica swords from the game i want to imagine that she got so good at the game and so um important in like the in-game market right like mm-hmm. she had such a amount she had such a huge pile of wealth in wow that blizzard was just like hi <laughs> can you come work for us and control things for us. <laughs> like, that would be insane if that's actually how it went down. Yeah. I think it was probably more so she was just with the company already. Yeah, I mean, but that doesn't take away the fact that she gr- like would grind at those games. Like, even, like she wouldn't. I mean, I'm sure she had level like characters that I think they gave to her in terms of like oh. they would give her a certain level. But she also had her own individual characters that she like would max level and yeah. do crazy shit. Dude, it was I would go over there and she'd be like, yeah, this is like my gaming setup. Here's my like my three monitors. Here's my computer and stuff. And like the technology that was back then wasn't obviously to mm-hmm. this standard, but, you know. Good enough for WoW. We have to get back into Guild Wars because I, I haven't, know, I, I haven't, know. I haven't touched George Groupon since we stopped playing. Like, <laughs> you know, the ago. funny thing is, I was just thinking about that today too mm-hmm. because I've been dying to play, but like, I don't know what happened. I always just get through a span of time that I'm busy, and right now yeah. I just finished, or I, I want to say finished, but nearly finished my editing for the tattoo video. Oh, nice. The Very only cool. thing I'm missing is which. Dan has not texted me back about, but you know, it's okay. Um, I have to go pick up some footage from his house. Some like two shots of like filler stuff that I, I'm going to say I need because I really want it in there. Yeah. Um, and then I'm done and it's cool. good. Very nice. So like I've just finished up with that and I'm trying out, I'm, I'm printing out business cards and mm-hmm. I'm going to be going to like local shops and okay. stuff to see if they need any freelance work. Awesome. Awesome. I saw the business card. It looked good. Thank you. And Mike, thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. Michael made uh, the logo for it. Thank you for giving me a job. No problem, man. <laughs> Got to support the friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, I um, can I make a confession to you live on the podcast? Yeah. I um, I knew that you were busy, so I but I really wanted to play Guild Wars. Okay. So I made a new character. Okay. Uh, so I didn't touch Georgical Groupon. Thank you. Because obviously that's that would be blasphemous. Yeah, that would be blasphemy, and I would destroy my own computer. Of course. But I made another. Uh, I made another character. He's a Char Mesmer, and his name is Hungwi Hippu. <laughs> He's max level already. <laughs> He's a uh, he. He's he's max level already. I went from zero to eighty in uh, about a month because I'm. And I, uh, I think that deserves a. Thank you. <laughs> See, is that I, it, it works? Great? It works. It works. It works. It works. Um, yeah, I, uh, I have, I have, th- I have three max level characters. I have one that's at level sixty three, uh, and then I have Georgical who's at twenty one. That's great. Uh, I, I really want the Griffin mount, Ben, but it's so expensive. I, it, I know. It takes two hundred and fifty gold. To get and you have to beat the path of fire story which i did mm-hmm. which wasn't too hard like i did it in like probably i did it in probably like six major sessions of playing um and i don't know if we can i'm gonna see if i can search this up how much how much how much gold is it 250 gold but you have to it, essentially like you have to make 
certain payments. You have to make twenty. Uh, you have to make ten payments of twenty-five gold to these different vendors, and essentially, it's a collectathon until you get the Griffin Mount. So, I don't know. I really want him. I really want him, but I'm also whenever I get a max level character, I try to like buy good gear so he's actually like useful. Okay, so it's like. I don't think this is legit. Never mind. I'm trying to see how much money it would cost if you wanted to buy that much. Gold. Oh, it's way too much. Way too much. How way much, too much is that? Like, uh, it's like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, they they really fucking charge you pretty good. It's that, like that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's the only way to put it in perspective. No, of how much you money can make. It is. You can make. You can make more money in the game. It, yeah, two hundred fifty. Yeah. We'll just take time. Like I'm. Already, I'm already at like eighty. And I know people who like grind and make like a hundred gold a day. Damn. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't find the actual thing, but it's whatever. Yeah. There's uh, this um, there's this rotation called Reba, which is I'm not gonna go into it because this I'm sure is not fascinating to anyone who doesn't play Guild Wars. But essentially, people like do this uh, live event in mm-hmm. one location, and then they do like these rotations over and over and over again until they just accumulate money. Oh, okay. But it's the most mind numbing th- shit. Like, it's just, like, the most boring content ever. Okay. So, yeah. And, uh, hey, Mike, uh, do, do you hear that? No. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Is that Santa? At your house? Santa's here? <laughs> At your Mike, Jewish house? Mike, tell me what are some of your favorite Christmas memories. From my, oh, my God, yeah. Good, uh, good. I like your transition sound to Santa, man. I try. Um, one of my favorite Christmas memories. Uh... I don't know. Tell us some of your favorite Christmas memories while I think of some. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play this again. Um, <laughs> one of my, some of my favorite Christmas memories. Well, I'll tell you while you're thinking. Um, now, this is coming from a non-Christmas boy. I uh, have the the old-time Jewish tradition mm. of, you know, this is going to sound basic as fuck, Chinese food and a movie. <laughs> and I just want to explain, and I know I've explained this to a few other people in my lifetime, and by a few I mean a lot. Yeah. It's not because that's the thing to do for Jews. It's because those are the only two goddamn places open on Christmas. Yep. That is why. Whenever someone says, why do Jews always do Chinese food in movies? Why is that always what's done? It's because Chinese is the only place that's open and the movies is this second only place that's open. Yep. Yep, that makes sense. That makes sense. Dude, I see when I, on those days that we would go pick up Chinese food, I would literally go to the, to whatever restaurant, Golden Walk, love them. Are they still open? Yeah, they're still open. Okay. They're popping. They're popping. I fucking love them. Um, <laughs> ooh, can we get that? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, I would go there and I would see every fucking Jew in the neighborhood and even some Christians because they have nowhere else to get. Like, if they're not having a Christmas dinner, they're having fucking Chinese. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's very true. God damn. God damn. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm so blind to other traditions to Christmas because I always have, like, I've had Christmas at my house every year I've been alive. And what's that like? Um, 
it's kind of relaxed. It, it's gotten more relaxed over the years. Like less people come over. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, stuff like that comes with age. Yeah, and um, but like I'm really, talking prime, prime Michael, eight years old, nine years old, running down the stairs, footy pajamas. Oh, I, I mean, you know, even I was even more of an early riser as a kid. Like I've slowly slept really? more. Yeah. You, I, you did the opposite of what I did. I know. I don't. I probably wake up at like 8.30 now. But back when I was a kid, I woke up at like 5.36 just because I was like awake and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christmas was even worse. Like I'd wake up at 4 o'clock and like my parents would definitely put us all to bed at like 8 o'clock or something like that and then put out the presents at like 10 because they were like, they're asleep, they're asleep, it's fine. And then I would wake up at like 4.30, 5 o'clock, and I would go into the tree and I'd like inspect what everyone got. <laughs> <laughs> like secrets. Like I would sneak would down. Op- like you would just check the size of it My or parents um, were lazy as fuck. They didn't wrap it? They didn't wrap any Christmas presents from Santa. Ooh. From Santa. They wrapped all their presents from them. Because they were like, Santa doesn't have time to wrap it. So wait, hold up. Okay. It would just be exposed. <laughs> All of this is news to me, though, please, because I don't know any... I don't know if this... I'm not speaking for everyone. This is just my experience. No, I know. I'm just I'm just saying I like to get the spectrum because I know... You know what type of Christmas mornings I know? Mm-hmm. The ones from movies. Yeah. And we know how those are. So I just want to know... So your parents would... And I think this is pretty common amongst most households, at least from what I understand, I that so. they would have a disparity of like okay these one like some are from santa and these ones are from us my parents would essentially get us like a handful of gifts from santa and then they'd be like oh and here's one from mom and dad Mm -hmm. that'd be that'd be the distinction even though obviously they're all from i'm sorry i don't want to spoil santa for everyone but yeah i'm uh, sorry moise but (laughs) santa's not real shit (laughs) (laughs) uh i yeah, I, I uh, we would get like a handful of gifts and then uh, one from our parents and then um, only recently of like my siblings been getting stuff for everyone uh, because as a kid you don't get like gifts for other you're like yeah you can't buy anything. you can't buy anything <laughs> so, you do like either a handcrafted thing exactly. or nothing yeah um so so they would leave santa's once unwrapped like kind of like oh santa just took this shit right out of the fucking knapsack and essentially just flopped it there yeah i feel like that's pretty authentic yeah it, and then he they my mom would like sign a thing what's be, the like, disparity it, like if i was to get six presents or something i would get five from santa and one from my parents oh wow they, santa was really generous yes <laughs> they want to make sure that santa gets all the credit they're like oh and here's the shitty book for you no i'm kidding <laughs> but but they need that they need that one thing <laughs> but my favorite thing to do when i haven't done it forever uh is that i would wake up at like 4 30 and i'd go and like inspect all the presents and i'd see exactly what everyone got not just myself like i'd be like oh and patrick got this this and this and then like i'd go back upstairs i'd sleep until 6 30 let's say i would wake up i'd go back down at this point, my dad's, like, up and, like, about to leave to go prepare for a Christmas dinner because mm-hmm. he cooks, you know, a fuck ton. Yeah. And uh, I would, like, go down. I'd, I'd hide from my dad if he came down. I distinctly remember multiple years. I was, like, looking at all the presents, and my dad started coming down the stairs, and I, like, hid. 
in that room. Do you think he ever saw you? Oh, 100%. (laughs) But I I think when you're like towards like a couple of years after I did it a couple of times, he's just like, good morning, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. And then he like go cook some shit. It sounds like like something your dad would say. He'd like give me a hug or whatever and he'd go cook dinner. But my favorite thing to do was I would inspect everything. And then I'd run into my brother's room. I would jump onto his bed and I'd shake him awake and I'd be like, this is what you got for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> just, just ruin this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you got an Xbox, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. It was my favorite shit. Uh, and I didn't even, I, when I first started doing it, I didn't even know if I was ruining anything for him. I was like excited for him. Oh, okay. I was like, you yeah, were just excited. Dude, yeah. You got a Nerf gun. Or whatever. And then, like, a couple, you know. Like so you eight. just ruined consecutive Christmases <laughs> for him in a row. Yeah, and everyone wonders why he's so bitter all the time. Oh. But, yeah, I started I started uh, doing the same to my sister, and then my parents started to get pissed off at me and because I was actually ruining shit. Yeah, okay, for, for I yeah. feel like for uh, they were sister like, is like. They were like, oh, it's just a brotherly, like, bullshitter thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now yeah. he's actually ruining it for all the siblings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we so we we thought it was just a brother thing. No, now we know he just loves fucking ruining yeah. Christmas for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I would do this. I do. I think I did it one year to my parents. I was like, "This is what you guys got in your stockings." Dad got some shaving cream. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, uh, yeah, I got yelled at. I didn't do that anymore. Um, How old were you? Do you think that when the last time that you did that was? The last time I did it, yeah, probably like twelve. <laughs> but at that point i was fully aware of what i was doing <laughs> dude yeah at that uh, point i was just fucking with my sister because my sister is six years younger than me so she was like a, still like a really young kid mm-hmm. and i was like oh okay i'm gonna go screw with my little sister and be like yeah hey. yeah yeah that one you were like really new did you uh did you ask santa for orbeez because you got what? you got an Orbeez foot the, massager. The reindeer came by and they got Ooh. you this fucking Orbeez. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite things to do during Christmas. The rest of it is just kind of like it's. I have uh, we're really close with our cousins, my my paternal side cousins. Uh-huh. Um, because I only have four cousins. Uh, yeah, and so we're really close with them. We see them every Christmas, uh, and then. So that's always nice. We always like play with our toys and stuff. And especially when our cousins and my brother and myself were getting kind of similar toys. Like it wasn't really video games yet. Mm-hmm. You know, that transition into like things to do outside toys and like, you know, action figures and stuff to video games was kind of the death of, it was kind of the death of Christmas to me, for me, honestly, because I was at a point where I was like, oh, I mean, this is what I want, but I would prefer just to have money and buy it. Yeah, I, I, you know, like I buy it myself and I, I don't know, because at that point, you know, before that, I was like, oh, it's magical. And, you know, they're giving you gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, though, like, this is a really weird memory, but one of my favorite Christmases <laughs> it, in the moment, it was awful, obviously. And you'll understand why it was awful, obviously, in a second. But like, I love this memory so much looking back on it because I think it's fucking hilarious. Okay, But I was like one year. For some reason, I just got, like, really fucked up. Like, I was really sick. Like, I had, like, a horrible fever. I was basically bedridden. And my parents were, like, they felt really bad, you know. So they, like, pampered me the whole day. Is that the funny part? No. <laughs> my favorite, the funny part is that everyone would come into, like, 
everyone was hanging out and having like a normal Christmas and I was in the living room like bundled up with a blanket <laughs> with like the fire going <laughs> watching Christmas movies and occasionally my grandmother or like my aunt or my uncle or something would come in and they'd be like hello Michael how are you <laughs> are you feel like okay better are you feeling better on Christmas day grandma grandma I can't this is still this is still when I was hanging out with Kevin a lot and uh-huh. Kevin Carey came over and I'm oh, sorry I just said his whole name uh he came over and uh I can cut it out if you want it's really fine uh he came over and he's just like hey dude you want to hang out I came over to hang out with you. And I was just like, no, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I was like sh- shivering. I had like train with me. I was just like, <laughs> I, yeah, I was feeling like shit. But, you know, looking back on it, it was hilarious to me. Yeah, um, dude, if I picture it kind of like a Boy Meets World scene. Yeah. I picture it with you, like you like, like full on like mm-hmm. Emperor Palpatine hood on with your blanket and like you like with the stink face of Ben Savage and Boy Meets World. Yes. Just like, no. Imagine like, okay, here's the scene. Everyone's like having a wonderful Christmas dinner. They're all hanging out. They're all laughing, giving each other hugs, giving each other presents. And then cut to me on the couch by myself. Just, <laughs> I don't have a good time. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Other times like, we had a tradition where um, we do cousins Christmas. Okay. So like all the cousins who couldn't come to Maine Christmas would get together. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really great because it was essentially just an excuse for all the parents to get sloshed. Yeah. And uh, I would love to be there for that. Yeah. I, there was one year where, and I'm not going to say who it was. I think I know what you're going to say. There were two older individuals at this party okay. who took our quad out because we had a quad. Which okay, could maybe. go pretty fast. Okay. And they were doing laps around the neighborhood, just screaming their ass off. They're like, Cousins Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> no one's... No what the fuck is Cousins Christmas? <laughs> I know. I, all I'm saying is that this was a long time ago, and these were two older individuals, and it was both extremely dangerous, and probably not the best example for your, <laughs> your kids. <laughs> Because it wasn't like a cabin away from the children kind of occasion. It was literally about bringing all the kids together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we weren't just going to like hang out in the basement by ourselves. Like but we were really, looking... really the excuse is what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Just to, just a reason to get trashed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the last Cousins Christmas we had, um, my uncle, actually no, he's not technically my uncle. Uh, he got so drunk that he passed out in the bathroom <laughs> and fell down and broke like ten things. <laughs> it was like it was the classic like you know crash into a cabinet and break all the plates kind of shit. <laughs> and Dude, he came out I, of the bathroom like half bleeding and he was just like, <laughs> I've never had those experiences at any holiday thing. Yeah, I mean you're better off. When it's your house. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 to some degree, I see that, but also, I, I just, I, I feel like those experiences are just what makes you. Which is why I feel like I was never a big partier in college and probably won't be in my 20s because I experienced enough of that with my parents' generation. And anytime you get together, anytime with family. that we had a family gathering or a friend, family friend gathering, they would get trashed. Yeah. Which I I was like, okay, yeah, this is like what they do and I don't I don't this doesn't seem that fun. I think the closest I've ever seen my dad to being drunk, never seen my mom. Not even 
tipsy, I want to say. Yeah. Closest I've ever seen my dad being drunk is maybe a month ago. Yeah. I remember you saying that you were very happy I, about it. I was, I was, it was like a proud, proud son watching his father drink for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they just drink so infrequently. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, obviously, but like, it's just, it's something I, like I, I, all of my friends from school, friends here, like, they're all like all of that. Like my buddy like drinks like regularly with his dad and just has like a fun time. And I'm not saying I really wish for that. Cause I'm not saying that I don't think it's something that I would really do. Cause yeah. I don't drink that often either, mm-hmm. but like having those one or two time experiences of seeing your parents drunk, I feel like is like a staple in a family. Oh yeah. I mean, the fact that my, <laughs> I can't tell, I can't, I'm thinking about <laughs> there's it. There's too like, many bad there, ones. There's too many stories that I'm like, I really am itching to tell, but honestly, definitely shouldn't tell. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's at your discretion. <laughs> uh, I know, but I'm gonna be, this is the problem with this podcast, Benjamin, and I just want to make this clear. Yeah. I forget that this is a public conversation sometimes, and you're one of my closest friends, so obviously I could tell you anything. Uh, and we just talk about random we shit. We just talk about random shit. So we sometimes go into conversations that probably shouldn't be on the internet, especially when it comes to conversations about other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I won't go into too much detail about any of this well, stuff. But That's the biggest thing. Now, obviously, you know, you, you have your own, uh, you can gauge your own thoughts on what whether what you should share and shouldn't share um that's why i personally for many things if it's something that i know might be questionable if that person wants to be out there i'll either a say the story without saying any reference to who it is yeah um or b talk to that person and still maybe not even mention their name but make sure it's okay for me to tell the story if it's really that bad yeah um my other big thing that i've also talked very recently about is just like any other podcast video show anything we are not to be taken seriously in any way (laughs) obviously there are some serious more serious topics than others and like we're gonna shoot the shit Mm -hmm. and talk about whatever the fuck is on our mind as human beings do yeah and whatever someone negatively thinks about that in my opinion is on them yeah i mean it, obviously it depends on what we say but obviously we you it's about intention it's exactly that's the yeah. thing it's about intention it's about context yeah you know if whatever we're saying here we love all people we love everything yes, yes, and yes. we have no hate for anyone but if we ever say anything that might sound like it's hateful it's meant as a funny joke or as a means to express sort of I hear you. whatever. Yeah. So I, I'm very, I obviously there are things I withhold to a personal things of, fa- of friends or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I was, it was, it's less about that and, and more about uh, my <laughs> not putting certain family members uh, out there, out there. Yeah. yeah. No, when, yeah obviously when, when obviously I know that they would probably. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest exception when yeah. it involves someone that is not you that definitely would not want that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and anything else for me is free game. Yep. yep, yep. Um, I, I do have something to talk to you. About. Oh, please. I, um, have I told you about what happened to my uh, Nintendo switch? What? Please don't tell me. Do you want to guess what happened? 
Mike? You have one guess. And if you're correct, I'll give you $5. I'll Venmo you $5 right now. Did it break? No. That okay. Was, that was your guess. You don't get $5. Yeah, no. I'm, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I just, I'm glad it's not that. I had my Joy-Cons in a separate bag that were not attached. Because I stopped playing my Switch because I got burnt out from Animal Crossing. And yeah. I put it away. But my bag was on my desk. And a certain creature I found it. the bag. Okay, that was actually another guess. I was popping into my head. And she monched those Joy-Cons. Obliterated them. So I'm getting an extra Christmas present this year for my dog, which is nice. From your dog? She's paying <laughs> yeah. for that shit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was kind of... It was kind of my parents' fault. It was like, it like left lo- out. long story short, it was essentially like my parents were supposed to grab the dog from my room, mm-hmm. uh, and I left it open so that they could do it. Oh, and they never did. And then they never did. And then so the dog ate my toy cons because she had the free reign of the room for a while. I don't miss those days. Yeah, I know. She's a, she's a puppy. She's a puppy. But you're gonna get new ones, and honestly, and honestly, dude. Because my parents are not going to listen to this. Yeah. I'm super happy about it. Oh, yeah. Because I had the worst Joy-Con drift on those controllers. Dude, I to the still point of, have that. To the point where I wasn't even able to play a game. I, Dude, I have I have t- three sets of Joy-Cons. Three. Yeah. All right? One of them, I was lucky enough that I just found it, so I can't really complain about mm-hmm. whatever. And that's actually the one that currently works the best. Yeah. The two, the one that it came with and the one that I bought, mind you, one of them's not even like a year and a half old the other one's obviously two three whatever years old that i've had the switch but dude it already has fucking like they 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 have they are the worst built fucking controllers in the world yeah they need to make those things out of fucking metal and make like you're you're spending 80 bucks i know on two fucking joy cons it's fucking ridiculous that's why this that's why i recommend a pro controller i really want a pro controller I honestly, if I had the, tr- I probably would have like twenty seven bucks. It's off brand. It's not. It's not. I don't fucking care. It's not. It's not the Switch brand. I'm not spending another ninety bucks. This on is the- off brand. What's yeah. this? It's it's marketed as Nintendo, but it's uh, but it's actually uh, some other third party nice. thing. Well, it looks great. You got a little KK on there. KK yeah, slide. and on top of that, it's got buttons on the back. Like programmable buttons on the back. You have to program them yourself. Um, I think you can do it per game, maybe. Like depending okay. on what games it's applicable for, you can like, you know, when you reroute, yeah, whatever buttons you can like click it, like kind of like how you do with a keyboard. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. If not, then there's like I have instructions for it. I haven't actually looked into it yet. Okay. But yeah, I dude for like I mean I got on Black Friday, so like I think I only spent like twenty. Well, it was a gift too. But uh, <laughs> that that was one of my Hanukkah, um, yeah. like what twenty seven bucks, and even if it's not on sale, like thirty, like dude, it's yeah. no question. I've been having and it, and it runs on batteries, so it run it the the battery life on that is ridiculously longer than than yeah. the terrible whatever. I don't even know because my because they the the lifespan of those, not lifespan the uh, the battery life of those controllers when it's off the dock. Yeah, is not. It, I mean, maybe it's long when you first get them. I can't remember actually because it's been so long. But like having them for however long I've had them, like I'll have it undocked for like maybe like two day, like two days, and not consecutively playing it all the time. But like 
two or three days of just like using the same two joy cons mm -hmm. and they'll die. This has been going on for like two weeks. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It's batteries. So yeah. like you, you know how long batteries are lasting. Like it's, it's going to last a while. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I, I just needed joy cons cause I have no other pair at all. Oh, well yeah. I mean, that's the thing you need joy cons, yeah. but you can also get that. Yeah. I, I, I also feel like, I don't know. I haven't been playing the switch enough to justify getting it, no, but yeah. I, I will get it eventually. It's always yeah. I still haven't paid the played the Pokemon expansion, which I know is blasphemy. Did you get people. it though? No, I didn't yeah, you it. didn't have it. Yeah, which is I mean, I know. I'm like I don't know. We already had a big argument with Joe about it last last time. Yeah, well, we know he's Joe's like in love. Feelings. He's in love with it. I I don't. I can't. I can't justify spending. I think it was great, but also I understand your mindset on it, and I also agree with you that it's not in your in your position justifiable to spend on it just yet. I need a job. Yeah. I need a job, and then I can get. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, you need like money that you can be like, oh, I can I can put twenty five dollars here exactly. and there without any. Like that's basically what I have. Like yeah, and it's not even like on a good basis, but you know, yeah. I just, besides that, I can't think of any other game I really want to play. Besides, like, maybe getting back into Animal Crossing, but I feel like that's a stretch. Yeah. Are you burnt out yet? I feel like I haven't heard you play I haven't yet. played in a while, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm burnt out. Maybe, maybe I am. But isn't it weird? Like, for it's, me, you just turn, there's some, there's just a day that happens, and you just flip a switch, and you're like, you know what? I'm never, I, I'm not going to play this game <laughs> for a really long time. I don't think it was a conscious thing, but I do think whenever I turn on my switch and I see it, that I have like a temptation to check on it, but then I'm also like, I don't feel like it. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's more, it's not like I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm like fucking burnt out. Like I don't really want to play this game. It's like, I'll look at it, think it. And I'll be like, eh, man, not right now. It also is one of those games that makes it harder and harder to get back into. Like, yeah. The longer you stay away from shit, the longer you're like, Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm but it's also the same where if you stay away from it for a really long time, then it'll probably be like, oh, there's so much shit to do. Yeah, that's that's a good point. You'll probably pick it up after like another like six months and be like, holy fuck, like <laughs> there's like so much new fish and bugs and oh my god. Yeah, yeah, they added so they added a lot. I I drifted off right, at, um, right before the diving update. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any of that shit. Well, dude, even after that update, they added more creatures. They did. Yeah, not not like a a lot, a lot. Let me tell know. you what's going to bring me back. Yeah, the coffee shop. That's what's gonna bring me back. It's that's the definite. That's the line. Yeah. If, the minute that's back, I I put a place for it in my world, <laughs> and they didn't add it in. And it's just empty. so I gave up. <laughs> I was like, you no know what? Coffee, I'm done. I'm out. I know what? I'm fucking done. A pigeon running a coffee shop. Ben, are you kidding me? In this in this COVID world where this little boy wants to go back to New York so bad, that's hey, like Mike, that's the dream. Let me help you get back into New York. All right. I'm sorry. I have, I'm on <laughs> literally the wrong page. I knew this was going to happen at least once, and it happened like twice, but I hope the other ones were hidden. Oh, my gosh, we're, Ben. You're going to make me cry. Uh, you know, man. And, you know. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, Santa's going to come by. Oh. Oh. That was the, This is the uh, sound that I had when I was staying at SVA, where I had that pro program. Yeah. And I want to mention this. Too. Have I brought up the fact that, that those guys reached out? Really? Yeah, so random. There's like this one guy. So there was this story that one of our professors at this SVA pre-college programs told. Okay. About 
his friend in college. And his friend in college got a grant of money or a scholarship of money. And he was allowed to take that money and use it however he wanted. So he could use it to to spend on food uh, and pay for a couple bills. But this guy really wanted a boombox. And the boombox was like half the money. So this guy had a scheme put in place where he was like, I'm going to buy a year's worth of oatmeal, make it, and put it in my trunk of my car because it won't go bad. Which is true, apparently. You can... That's true. Apparently, oatmeal won't go bad if you, like, keep it under these certain conditions Hmm. that this guy uh, described. Okay. So he does this, right? And he eats just oatmeal for, (laughs) for, like... A couple months, like it's pretty filling, like, a lot of fiber, like exactly. And so that that was his exact thought. And he was the first scurvy case in England in like, in like fifty to sixty years. I mean, I was gonna say, yeah, you gotta you gotta support it with vitamins at least, nope, and supplements. He, nope, he got scurvy. And also, uh, I just want to say, just because I was very interested of, on that fact, because I never even fucking knew that. Yeah, as long. I'm reading this. As long as they're stored in a sealed container in a cool, dry place, most oats should last one to two years before they start to turn funky. Exactly. So this guy, do, this guy that does exact that, exactly that. He buys his boombox. He gets scurvy. So the 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 reason I'm telling this is because this uh, teacher was known for telling this story, and he told it to all of his students. And with uh, the SVA program or whatever, there was two sections. Mm-hmm. And my section had this teacher and everyone who was in my section got really close during this program. And it was a lot of fun. It was like the best college experience I ever had. And uh, one of the people who were, who were in my section reached out because they were trying to tell the story to somebody else, but they forgot a few details. So they texted all of us. It was like, you know, eight to 10 person group chat. Mm-hmm. Just like, hi, how is everyone? Also, what's the scurvy story? Because <laughs> I need to know. And this is like, you know, I gra- I graduated my bachelor's degree program. So this is five years ago. So that's like, I, like, and I had barely, I think I talked to like two of these people since, you know, the program ended. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so long ago. It's just such a random, random out of the blue thing. But that, that sound made me think of it. Because that was my, that's what I heard when I. Because you know, I was staying on 23rd Street. Mm-hmm. So that's what you hear all the time. Yeah. The occasional yeah. ambulance going by. Oh, yeah. Makes yeah. me cry, Ben. Makes me cry. You know, I'm glad I can do this for you. Thanks. I have listened. You're going to laugh at me. I have listened to those kinds of videos where it's like. I, I'm not going to laugh at you. I understand. City ambiance music uh, to put me to sleep. Dude, it's it's um, it's actually really funny because I, I don't know what I was watching. If it was a movie or if it was some type of show where. Um, it was showing a, like a city kid moving into like a suburban, Mm -hmm. like city or city community. And, uh, the, the lack of noise that he was hearing had like the same effect as someone who is coming from a quiet area and moving to the city that might have trouble. Like, it's so funny how we just grow really accustomed to our surroundings and what we hear that happened to my dad. Yeah, y- yeah, you did yeah. tell me that. My yeah. dad uh, grew up on Staten Island, and then he moved to Jersey, like for his high school years. And he had a train that went right past his backyard, and that that went by like every thirty minutes, mm-hmm. even through the night or whatever. So he grew up like that, 
And then when and he moved so to the to when he moved to the Burbs in Jersey, he <laughs> was like, "Why is there no train I, here?" <laughs> he was like, "I heard crickets," and I legitimately got freaked out like every day for Whoa. like for like a year. He's like, "There's there's no one here." What the hell? And he lives in a townhouse. Like he wasn't in yeah, like yeah. the middle of nowhere. But the really the lack funny. of noise really really creeped him out. Which is I think funny. that's so. I think that's really funny. And I can even like my limited experience with living in New York. Like where I lived was very quiet. I lived in Brooklyn, so you know. Mm-hmm. it's everyone who lives there in townhouses. You only hear like cars, but not like, you know, beeping of taxis and yeah, yeah, tourists yeah. and, you know, a bunch of random people. It was definitely louder than here. Yeah, but it was definitely louder than here. Um, a lot less, am- like, but whenever I hear an ambulance or like a fire truck go by, I'm, I'm like, like oh. seriously though, it's really, <laughs> <you> right <now. laughs> it's really freaky. <laughs> and it's really morbid because Mike's like, God damn, I've been up all fucking night. <laughs> ambulance goes, wee <laughs> snoring immediately out yeah yeah it's really bizarre what how humans can just adapt to crazy shit like that yeah yeah man benjamin yeah i think we had a really great talk uh i just want to say um i think you're great uh this episode is going to come out tomorrow which is great yeah i love having a quick turnaround because I get to hear it real quick. Yeah, quick, 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 quick turnarounds, baby. Come and you know what, rounds. Mike? What are we going to say here? Oh, yeah, wear a condom, guys. Please wear a condom. Yeah, I almost forgot to say my catchphrase at the end. All right, much love. Yeah, be safe, guys. Like, seriously, I'm, I'm not fucking around. Like, it's the holidays. It's COVID. You know, like, wear a condom. Yeah.